0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Today in our series on eternal rewards, we're going to talk about the crown of life. In James chapter 1, verse 12, we read, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted that I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, Bringeth forth death. Do not error, my beloved brethren. In this passage, James is warning us that God does not do evil. That's the devil's job. But God does watch to see how we will respond to it when these temptations come, because you will surely be tempted because we have an enemy in Satan. He is the accuser and the adversary of the brethren. The enemy will always work against your flesh, your pride, your emotions, your perceived intellect, what you think is right, your self-righteousness. And he will tempt you, just like he did to Jesus in the wilderness. Here, eat this if you're hungry. What does your flesh want? Here, prove to me that you're somebody. Here, get ahead of God's timing. I'll get you to the finish line, to the promise, but we'll do it my way, where you don't have to go to the cross, where it doesn't seem to cost you something. But my friend, when you fall to temptation, it will cost you everything that really matters. You see, the Bible tells us that it was the Holy Spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. God did not tempt him, the devil did, but God did allow it to test him. And Jesus had to choose to trust God and to stand on his word in faith through it. Once it was that he had resisted, God then brought him out of it in the power of the Holy Spirit, which is grace. You see, it is the devil's job to tempt It is our job to resist it. And it is God's job to reward us for it. Because faith untested is grace unproven. God wants to release to you greater measures of his grace. But first you have to prove that you have faith. You have to resist the temptations of the enemy that are trying to rise up against you to get you to move in opposition to what God said to you. So you want more grace, which is God's favor, his power, and his divine influence. If you want more, then we grow in grace by enduring trials and temptations and persecutions without losing our fruitfulness or obedience. In other words, we maintain our crown of righteousness, the first one that we talked about in this series. In Revelations chapter 2, verse 8, we read, And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna." Right, these things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulations in your poverty. But thou art rich. I love that, that this church was not big in fantasy. In fact, Jesus says that they are known for being in poverty. Yet God said, are they rich in spiritual things, the things that matter? They have treasure stored up for them in heaven. Like we talked about yesterday, that crown of glory that is stored up for those who are willing to sacrifice and discipline in order to minister the true gospel of Jesus. And Jesus says to them, And I know also the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews but are not, but rather are of the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer possibly even by these people's hands. Behold, he says, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation there ten days. But be thou faithful even unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life for it. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord saith unto the churches, because he that overcometh shall not be hurt by the second death, which is at the great white throne judgment when those who did not walk in obedience to the will of the Father are cast into outer darkness. My friend, in every situation, eternal blessings should be our gold and not material ones if we truly have faith in the world that is to come and the final judgment that stands between us and it even in the face of persecution unto death, like this church did in the book of Revelations. Jesus himself tells us this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. So, my friend, maintain your saltiness your ability to preserve the land and the souls of men through righteousness, through faithfulness, which only comes from abiding and remaining in Jesus. Spend time with him. How can you follow his leading when you're too busy to hear what he is speaking? And my friend, this is not a one-time thing. Don't get too proud because you passed this test. In a previous season, the Bible says to endure until the end or else it is all wasted. Jesus told this church in the book of Revelation that they would receive this crown of life because that they kept their profession and maintained their obedience. Even through persecution unto death, unto the end, they stayed faithful to him. They kept obeying what he was saying. They never decided to say, no, that's too much, that's too hard, you've gone a little too far, Lord. They kept following their shepherd, some of them even to the slaughter. Oh, how convicting that should be for most in the Church of America, who finds it inconvenient to be obedient in the smallest of things, even in a land of blessing and ease. I fear there won't be very many among our modern congregations that will receive this crown of life at the great white throne judgment. I pray that I be wrong, but as the days get harder, I believe our opportunity to earn it will increase all the more. Lord, help us to endure, because your word has made it clear that if we don't endure until the end, we will waste it. So, my friend, don't give up your crown. For either a grudge or a crutch. Keep shining, keep believing, keep living for a better resurrection. Jesus tells us again in the book of Matthew, he says that you have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemy. Bless them that curse you, and do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain upon the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you only, then what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans and the sinners do the same. My friend, we are in this for rewards that are everlasting. Oh, yes, and we might say in our heart, oh, God, that it's all for your glory. But my friend, there's a purpose in it. God wants you to receive these crowns for a reason. So if you want to please him, then have the faith to pursue them and to maintain your fruitfulness through every season. Because this, my friend, is a race not to the swift, but it is a race of endurance. It matters much less how you start it than how you finish it. Be willing to lose even your very life in the temporary that you might gain a crown of life in eternity. Ask yourself, do I really believe what Jesus taught me? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 35 says that some went willingly into persecution and tribulation, that they might receive a better resurrection. So great was their faith. And yet we want to get mad and throw down our crown when things don't go our way. This is not okay. This is not biblical faith. Oh, you say that you don't ever throw your crown down? But you do when you walk away from the hard case, when you choose to produce the fruits of the flesh rather than of righteousness, when you choose offense instead of forgiveness, when you take the easy way instead of endurance, when you stop preaching holiness for tolerance because it lessens the persecution you experience. Jesus told the truth and took his lashes. My friend, don't give up your reward Ashes. In Mark chapter 10, verse 28, it says, Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered unto him and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel's sake but that he shall receive a hundredfold. Now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mother and children and lands with persecutions and also in the world to come, eternal life. My friend, God is faithful to the end, though it will always be mixed with persecutions because there is still an adversary to the brethren. But yet our rewards are eternal and worthy of pursuing. So Jesus, give us endurance. Lord, help us to be determined right now, today, to stand true to you, no matter what we've got to go through. That we will stand in the fire and praise you and worship you all the more, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We will stand in the lion's den like Daniel did. We will stand in the face of our Goliaths, putting our faith in the God that is inside of us like David did. We will speak the truth to our Pharaohs like Moses did. We will fast and pray and believe you for deliverance, like Esther did. We will endure our trials and tribulations and stay faithful to the end, like Paul and the apostles and the early Christians did. Yet, Lord, do we know that we will have strength for none of it. If we forsake our abiding, our time of infilling and being strengthened, in the prayer closet, because my friend remember this, that even Jesus in his garden of Gethsemane, when he stood before his darkest hour, knowing that his crown of life was about to be earned, and he prayed. And it says when he came to that place where he said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done, I'm going to walk in obedience. It says the Lord sent an angel and it strengthened him that he was able to complete the task that he had been given, but his disciples, they were sleeping. He had told them, pray lest you fall into temptation, but they didn't listen. They fell away, and they fell to temptation. They missed their chance to be strengthened before their time of testing. So yet again, if you want to obtain this crown that is rarer even still than any other that we have so forth talked about, then don't forsake your time with Jesus, being strengthened for it